We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and for the next two hours, you're kind of stuck with me because we're talking about cars. We're talking about cars for the next hour, and uh, you're more than welcome to join us, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960 is the number. And uh, all you have to do is give us a call. But I want to open up the, the conversation with something that's a little bit strange, and it's called telematics. And telematics is the ability for your car to transmit information to the cloud. Now, there's a lot of cars that have that. Um, for instance, General Motors is called OnStar. And Ford has some, and uh, I think theirs is called Sync. And then Chrysler has it, Mercedes-Benz has it, BMW has it. There's a lot of cars that have it. Now, with this, this information belongs to you. But here's what's going on. First of all, you have to sign up to have this communication. And obviously, it's sold to you because we're going to be able to see that you have codes in your car. However. They're not going to be able to diagnose your car, diagnose your car over the telematics because when we diagnose cars, we oftentimes have to take tailpipe tests and we have to check fuel pressure tests and we have to verify the presence of spark. And that's not anything they figured out how to do, but I'm sure they will in time. So what they're doing is, is they're saying, hey, Mr. Salem, we see that you just had an air, uh, uh, in a crash. We saw that your airbag deployed. Do you need help? Are you hurt? What, do you, what can we do for you? So that's kind of how they sell it. But really what's going on right now in this world of your car getting information is, is that the people that have access to this information are selling it to the insurance companies. And, of course, the insurance companies would like that information because they can tell the difference between a 16-year-old kid hot rodding and a 75-year-old grandmother. There's going to be a difference in how they drive. Now, we can tell everything in the world about how you drive by watching your throttle and your brake and your steering wheel because we can get the steering wheel position and throttle and brake. So if every time that you come off of a traffic light, you have 45% throttle and the 70- or 80-year-old grandmother has 10 or 15 or 20, and we already know that 20 is the normal, but we know you're at 40, that's going to be a problem. We also know, because of GPS, how fast you're going, and we already know what the speed limit is on that road. So if the speed limit's at 45 and you're on your way to work every day and you're doing 60, they're going to know that. So this whole information highway is all brand new. 
I know not too long ago, there was a guy that said that his insurance company called him and he said that the insurance company said that we want to reevaluate your insurance policy because your wife is driving more than what we have her listed a year. So it's this vehicle onboard diagnostic data was gathered up and sold to his insurance company. And the insurance company is now contacting him and saying, we've insured your wife for 12,000 miles a year. And in fact, she's going to be at 15 or 20. That's the kind of information we've got. Now, some of you will put this little pod and you'll plug it in underneath the dash at what we call the DLC. That's the data link connector. Now, there's two different ways we can gather data on your car. You can plug in this data gathering little pod and then send it to your insurance company and they'll have all your driving habits. The other way is is your entertainment system. That information would be sent to the entertainment system, which would then contact the cloud and it would be disseminated to who you've allowed to look at that information. In my personal opinion, I don't like this big brother thing in spite of the fact that I could say to my customers, first of all, I could say to my customers, you can program that to call me. So I will be responsible for any mechanical issues. I'll be responsible for saying, Mrs. Salem, this is Mark. And um, I noticed that the tire temperature and the inflation on the right rear tire of your car is low. And I would like you to slow down a little bit and get to a tire shop as soon as possible. That's kind of where we're moving towards. That's available today. So when you look at the big picture, I can, for the first time, step in front of someone else and you and I can communicate. But the problem with that is, is that I don't want to deal with your accident. So I'm not prepared to to monitor your car 24 hours a day and call the police or a fire or the uh, ambulance for you because I just can't. And right now we can't separate that kind of stuff. So you get all or nothing. So when General Motors in introduced the OnStar and some of their 97 Cadillacs and Mercedes-Benz introduced their telematic system in the year 2000 called Tele-Aid, which later is now changed to M, the, the, not the letter M, Brace, B-R-A-C-E, and now we have an Embrace 2 in the Mercedes-Benz. So as we move through this, and this has been going on since 1997, as we go through this, you're going to have to make some differences. Now, clearly, your, your, your changes, I'm sorry, you're going to have to make some choices is the word I should have used. Your, cha- your choice is going to be, do I let my car talk to the cloud or not? Now, in my particular situation, I've not, I, I don't want that. I don't want anybody gathering my driving habits. I don't want anybody knowing what conversation is happening inside the car. I don't want anybody to know where I go. So I have decided that on the cars that I'm directly responsible for that we are not going to subscribe to the web. So that's just a a personal decision I can make. If you have comments, 602-508-0960, I may finish my thought and we'll get to the caller. So the the idea is is that's the decision you have to make. Let me tell you a quick story and we're going to take the caller. There's a lady. We have two callers. There's a lady that is in California and she's driving down the highway and she's in the middle of a seven-lane road. So she's got three lanes to her left, three lanes to her right. She's in the middle. Traffic comes to a stop, and she gets hit in the rear end by a truck, not very hard. But 
at that particular point, the truck takes off. So the lady's inside the car, and all of a sudden, her entertainment system comes on, and the car manufacturer says, hey, are you okay? I see you've been involved in an accident, so you were already sending the police, and blah, blah, blah. For 37 seconds, this lady saying, my car won't start. I need to get off the freeway. My car won't start. My car won't start. So 37 seconds, we hear of that on the tape. And at 38 seconds, she gets hit in the back by a car doing 70 miles an hour, and she's killed. And what we find out today is is that particular make model of the car had an explosive device on the positive battery cable that when it was involved in an accident, we're going to blow the battery cable off the battery so that the car cannot catch fire in the event of a fuel leak. So we're going to stop the engine, we're going to stop everything, and we're going to completely cut the power supply off the car, except there's a secondary lead that talks to the entertainment system that lets them talk to you. So they're going to leave that circuit available. I'm not quite sure she wanted that. I'm not quite sure I want my wife to have her car not let her pull off the road. And I think the police departments are going to be a little upset because obviously moving the cars off the road are an important part of traffic control. So I don't know what's going to happen. Nevertheless, those are the issues that you're going to be up against. And let's take our first caller. Who would that be? That would be Bill. Bill, good morning to you. I'm sure Hi, you probably morning. have comments about this. You bet I've, got, go right I've got an issue I need to talk to you about. My wife has a 2004 Honda Accord V6. And okay. now when you start it, you get after it starts sometimes, not always, but sometimes you get grinding like you've engaged the starter after the engine's going. We took it to okay. a shop, and they say that it needs a solenoid, but they don't sell the solenoid separate. you got to buy a starter with it, and then probably you're going to have to replace the flywheel. So they're talking about $3,000. Does that sound reasonable? Well, I like half of it. I don't like the other half. <laughs> um, I agree you are best served by doing the starter and the solenoid. I agree that we want to put those together. Um, I think you should say to them, and you should look them in the eye and say, I'm going to hold you on your diagnosis because we're not guessing with my money, we're guessing with yours. So if you put a starter and solenoid in and it happens to be the key switch or the ignition switch that's the problem and it wasn't the starter and solenoid, then I'm not going to pay you. So I need your assurance that we're not guessing and if we are guessing, you've got to raise your hand and say, I'm going to, uh, you're going to pay for it. Now, I, if you want to do the starter solenoid, and we agree that I don't want to, I want a firm diagnosis, I don't want to do the flywheel. There's no duplication of labor here. So as a result of me not doing the flywheel, I want to see if those teeth are missing. And frankly, I'm, I'm going to ask you, why wouldn't you be able to visually look at, once you pull the starter out of its hole, which the hole in the starter is three inches in diameter at least, why don't you look in the hole and just move the engine around using the front crankshaft bolt and look at the teeth? But if you can't do that, I understand, or if you don't want to do that, I understand, but I want to do the starter and solenoid first, and then I want to see if there is any related problems that reoccur after we're done. Now, I know it's not going to throw the starter out after we're done because you're going to fix that problem. The only question is, is when I hit the key and the motor's not on, when I hit the key and, the, and I can hear the starter engage and I can hear this rattling noise, but the motor doesn't crank over, then I know I have some broken teeth in that area of the flywheel. So at that point, I'll probably make the decision to do the flywheel. But it's a two-part issue here. One, I agree that a starter and solenoid is best for you. Number two, I don't agree 
that you should do the flywheel without some testing afterwards to determine the stability of the teeth. Okay, what and, would your shop charge for the uh, starter and the, uh, and the solenoid? I, I don't. I don't have a clue. I. I. I um, I'm. I'm not capable of doing model specific stuff because there's. You know, we have 312 models of cars in our database. So I can tell you that the starter and the solenoid is going to be somewhere between. I'm going to guess here 100 and 200 dollars. I'm going to guess that the labor is going to be somewhere in the vicinity of 100, 150 dollars, and then you'll have sales tax on top of that. I. I want to tell you how many miles are on the Honda. Uh, approaching 100. Okay. I would tell you what I would do. Why would we pull the transmission out and replace just the flywheel and put it back in? Why wouldn't we think about, let's pull the transmission out, and while we have it out, let's do fluid and filter. Let's flush it out real good. And if we have any external leaks, let's go ahead and fix the external leaks. We already have the, transm- or the transmission sitting on the ground. Now, in addition to that, why don't we put a front seal in it? Because that's the most predominant area we're going to leak. So let's put a new front seal in it, and let's put it back in. So we get two for the price of one. So basically, you're going to bid a transmission reseal, service and reseal at 100,000 miles. And you, oh, by the way, put the starter and solenoid in at the same time. Okay. So you could do either one of those, and a and a and a good transmission company could pull a transmission shop could pull that off. I think it's better to do the starter solenoid first, and let's analyze the success. Keep in mind, there might be some teeth missing, but they're not going to be completely missing. And we probably knocked the ends off of a couple of teeth during this process. The question is, that that V6 motor is going to stop in one of two or three places every single time. Well, if the starter engaged and it's in in between those two stop areas, then you're not going to have a problem. So I think you do the starter and solenoid first, hold their feet to the fire. But I, I don't, I, I want to tell you this: you don't want to go to another shop and have them work off the first shop's diagnosis. That's a bad deal. You're going to be in the middle of two shops because the second shop's going to do the work. The problem's going to be there. The second shop's going to say, "You brought me the diagnosis. This is what you instructed me to do. I've done what I did. You didn't tell me that that was a problem. You didn't tell me this other starter. This other guy said it was a starter. I didn't get to diagnose it." So whoever does the starter and all or the starter and so on, you make sure they diagnose it and they write their diagnosis down. That's okay. my advice to you. Does your shop do this type of work? Absolutely. What part of town do you live in? Uh, North Central Phoenix. Can I send you to somebody? Well, sure. Okay. Um, I'll tell you, halfway between you and me is a place called 25th Street Auto, and Billy owns 25th Street Auto. 25th Street and Indian School. That's halfway between. I'm in South Tempe. I'm, I'm in. I'm in, I'm in the Ahwatukee area on the Tempe side of the. But but Billy can handle this. You just say I want you to diagnose it. I want you to take a look at it and 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 then Billy's going to be capable. He's an old drag racer. He 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 knows what flywheel teeth look like. All right, that's Us Billy's guys aren't going. Tell me the Bill, name again. It's 25th Street Auto. Okay. 25th Street. Now, you're welcome to come to my shop, but I'm telling you, there's somebody that's in between us that, that, that can handle your problem with no problem. Okay. So um, I, I would do that. Just tell him the symptoms, have him look at it, and then say to him, can you look at the teeth when you do the starter? Yeah. I'm thinking he's going to hit the starter about 10 times after he puts it in, and if it hits fine every time, he's going to say to you, hey, let's, Bill, let's just move on. Let's Because it's a separate labor operation. So, so I'll do the flywheel at, the, at your convenience, and yes, it needs it. There's no duplication of labor, or he's going to say, I tried it 20 times and it never didn't hit, so I'm going to give it back to you. 
Okay, his name is Billy? Yeah, his name is Bill, and he owns the place. Okay, I appreciate your All right, good luck to you. Thank you. You betcha. It's uh, 17 after, actually 19 after, so I'm a little late on my break. I know I have another caller, so I'm going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to take the other caller. If anybody else has to wants to chime in, 602-508-0960. We'll be back after this. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the Valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Earnings vary based on your effort. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Phoenix? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Phoenix area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Phoenix is a perfect market for my system, and next week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, call 1-800-900-1149. Seating is extremely limited. Call in the next 10 minutes and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals Guide. That's 1-800-900-1149. That's 1-800-900-1149. A promise was made. A promise that hit the beaches of Normandy. A covenant that split the skies over Berlin. A vow that captured Iwo Jima. A promise was made, a solemn oath that liberated Seoul, a sacred trust that defended Khaesan, a pact that dug in in Da Nang, a contract that weathered Tet. A promise was made, a pledge that stormed the desert in Iraq, a bond that patrolled door-to-door in Fallujah, an IOU that braved IEDs in Kandahar. A promise was made to America's veterans, a promise we all must keep. DAV fights for all veterans and their families so they get the health care, financial benefits, and support they earned. If you're a veteran who needs help or you'd like to help us keep the promise, visit DAV.org. Patriot app tip number one. Not only is the Patriot app great for streaming our live programs, you can access all Patriot podcasts. Click on the upper left-hand corner and select podcasts to find all our great weekday and weekend programs. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Looking for a radio station that cares about real news and not afraid to go beyond the headlines? There's only one station for you. 960 The Patriot and 960ThePatriot.com.
Welcome back, everybody. After the hour, ten o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're here at the Car Show every Saturday between ten and twelve. And you're welcome to join us six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. I'm going to get to the caller, and I've got Daryl. But Daryl, hang on just a second. We're going to be with you in forty five seconds. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Kurtz Auto Repair. Kurtz is a proud, independently family owned operation. He's been around since nineteen eighty seven. Kurt has Jeff, and what's that other guy's name? Jeff and... Uh, I can't remember, actually. All righty. Well, he has two guys that... Um, I'll know his name as soon as I forget this, but anyway, he has two guys that work there that are master techs. One's a service writer and one's a lead technician, and they're very, very good. So Kurt's is on I-17 and Bell, northeast corner. He handles gas and diesels. He has ASC-certified technicians. And he's at I-17 in Bell, northeast corner. So if you live in that area and you're looking for a shop, then why not try Kurtz for an oil change and just see how they treat you? That's Kurtz Automotive, I-17 in Bell, northeast corner. Let's go to Daryl. Daryl, good morning. How can I help you? Uh, good morning, Mr. and Mrs. Salem. I appreciate uh, your service uh, to the community through this uh, radio broadcast. Thank you. Um, I have a 1995 uh, Explorer, and I'm having an issue with the air conditioning cutting out at about 40 miles per hour. Um, what it does is it stops through the vent, the dash vent, and it starts blowing, uh, appears through the uh, um, defrost vent uh, at the windshield. Okay. Okay, I understand exactly what you're saying. The air the airflow can come out of three places on virtually every car in the world. It's going to come through the defrost. It's going to come through the center, and then it's going to come through the floor. So usually you can pick that as you see fit. In your particular case, I want you to mess around with the button that says normal and max, okay? I want Mm -hmm. you to use your air conditioning on normal for a week, and then I want you to use your air conditioning on maximum for a week, and I want to know if there's a difference. And if you'll help diagnose this, it'll save you a lot of money and diagnostic money. The other thing I want you to try to do is disconnect the battery cable, the negative cable, for an hour. And I want to do a boot on your computer. Same thing as your computer on your desk. You pull the power on it, and you let it sit for a while, and you plug it back in. I want you to do that. There's a couple of things. The blend door is the door underneath the center of the dash, deep within the dash, that opens and closes and redirects the air into those three places. So the blend door can be acting up. It can be failing into the default mode, which is defrost, by the way. Or it could be losing an electrical signal or a vacuum signal. So that has to be determined. You're going to help me do that. The second thing is is we could, we could easily have a problem with the vacuum source to the blend motor, or we could have lost the programming on it. So there's all these different possibilities. I doubt very seriously on your 95, if we're going to be able to reload uh, climate control software and reflash the software that controls the blend door, that's going to be in 2002 and north of that. So I'm, I'm, I'm uh, pretty sure we're not going to reprogram your, uh, your climate control, but I think you'll be able to help us if you can say, I can make it change by doing this. So if I put it in heat mode... But I don't ask for hot, I ask for cold, so I ask for floor. It'll stay at the floor the whole time. And when I go up to the center, it's some, it'll stay there, but it'll default to the, uh, to the defrost. 
That's the kind of words you need to share with your shop. Okay. All righty. Okay, I jotted this all down. I appreciate it. Uh, do you recommend a shop over in the Glendale area? Um, I'm actually in the, uh, you know, the old town Glendale area. You know, I'm going to send you north uh, up to 88th and Thunderbird because uh, Thunderbird Auto is up in that area. I don't really have a shop in Glendale today that I can recommend, but I can recommend Thunderbird Auto at 88th Avenue North. Um, do you work other than where you're talking about on in sent in Glendale proper? I work in uh, Phoenix, uh, Camelback, and Twenty Second Street. Okay, well, you're only a mile away from the shop I just recommended a few minutes ago. Twenty Fifth Street Auto is at Twenty Fifth Street and Indian School, and Billy would be a good guy to to go to. I know for sure he could take care of your problem. Excellent. Okay. Well, I appreciate the advice. Thank you, sir. You betcha. You're welcome. 602-508-0960. If you'd like to join the show, we'd be happy to have you. 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. He's the only shop in Mesa that I recommend. He's been around since 1970. He does really good repair work. He does good diagnostics. He has ASC certified technicians. And he has a nice follow-up program where they'll give you friendly reminders that you're due for this particular service. And obviously, there's no high pressure that says that you have to bring it in tomorrow because he's going to tell you you're just due at your convenience. You know, if you want us to do it, then bring it in. So Brian and Thelma own Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. They're on Main Street, just east of Stapley on the south side of the road. On Main Street, just east of Stapley on the south side of the road. And let me tell you something personal. I've known these two young people for a very long time, and I know their family. As a matter of fact, I worked for Brian's uncle in 1968. So I've been around this family a very long time. They have principles, they have integrity, and Brian and Thelma are exactly the people that you would want to be your neighbors. Because Brian's the guy that's going to air up your kids' tires, and Brian's gonna, the kind of guy that's going to help you get your lawnmower started. So if you're in Mesa, I only have one recommendation. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing on Main Street just east of Stapley. We'll be right back right after this. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive. And his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. 
Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. This is a special notice to all U.S. taxpayers. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's good news. Due to the financial hardship many are facing in today's economy, the IRS has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Qualifying for this program will resolve your tax problem, end all collections, and possibly reduce your back taxes by up to 90%. If you are facing wage garnishments, liens, bank levies, audits, or payroll taxes, Taxes, it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. For this free information, call 800-420-2121. 800-420-2121. That's 800-420-2121. On the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. So we've got our neighbor Paul coming over tonight for a barbecue, which is why I prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade from my special collection of old family recipes. To make sure the steaks are extra, extra, extra tender, I left them marinating out on the counter overnight, just like Nana used to. Maria may mean well, but without food safety, it never ends well. Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. All about that demon automobile in the middle Monster with the polyglass wheels in result of the dream of Henry Ford Welcome back everybody, 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock Hey Gil, if you would throw programming our way for Renee, I'd appreciate it And uh, if not, then we that oh, uh, will Okay, alrighty, have you got it? No, yeah, it's just kind of scratchy on her end. But anyway, our other connection here is really, really good. 34 minutes after the hour, 10 o'clock. We're going to go to the phones right off the bat. Terry, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. Okay, I have a 2002 PT Cruiser. I recently had a fan assembly replaced, and ever since then, uh, if I drive the car, let's say, three to four miles at 25 to 30 miles an hour, if I go faster than that, it doesn't happen. Um, it makes a kind of a putt-putt sound, which is not, of course, accurate. It's more like a flapping sound. And then the heat register goes clear up to, oh, my God. And <laughs> um, 
And then if I keep driving, it just goes right back down. Okay. Now, I missed what kind of car it was. I got it an O2, but what kind of car is it? PT Cruiser. Okay. It's a PT Cruiser. All right. And what did you just recently have replaced? The fan assembly. Okay. The electric cooling fan assembly. Well, okay. Yes. I, um, Mm. All I know All right, that's is okay. that All right, let me ask you another question. blew up and we got an... <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, the fan assembly, was it underneath the hood or underneath the dash? I believe it was under the hood. I mean, okay, the good, good, radiator good. got hot, so... Okay. All right. So what we have now is is that you have a couple of things. You can't throttle past a particular point. So if can you go 50, 60, 70 miles an hour? Oh, absolutely. Drives like a dream. If I drive okay. faster than 25, 30, it does not happen. Okay. So up until 25 or 30, you've got a putt-putt noise. Is it? Would it be fair to say that it might sound like the engine is missing? No, uh-uh, not like that. No. Okay. It's, is it's, the noise it's coming from the like engine compartment? Noise. Okay, is the noise you know, coming from the engine? You know, it seems like it's more. It seems like it's more under the car. If that makes sense, it seems like okay. it's on the left hand side and under the car. Okay, and it well, and it, it doesn't go putt putt until this register changes. The heat register goes up. It's, okay, I mean, it's not a constant. So what sound. I hear you saying is. What I hear you saying is, is that this noise sounds from underneath the car, and it won't happen until the, the temperature gauge kind of goes towards the hot side a lot. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And um, I'm concerned that you had an overheat at the beginning. I, I, I'm hoping the fan properly fixed it. I'm real concerned about something that you said that that could and I'm going to say could doesn't mean will it could indicate some some significant and expensive engine damage that you said that the needle would go all the way to the hot and then come back to the cold yeah well come, come back, back to, to normal yeah okay yeah. I'm concerned with that um, how many miles have you put on it since the uh, fan was changed do you know um uh yeah about uh, 20, about 2000. Okay. And in this 2000, have you ever started it up in the morning and it ran poorly for a short period of time? And, and then at that particular point, it started running fine. Have you ever experienced where first thing in the morning, it runs kind yes. of bad, but then it mysteriously clears up? Yes. Uh, I noticed it yesterday morning for the first time. Okay, here's what I'm thinking out loud. Normally, what happens is is you end up with a engine damage like a head gasket that blows, which means that we're going to put water into one of the cylinders. I have two thoughts. Number one, 2,000 miles, you should have run out of water by now, so it should be overheating on a regular basis because the engine's going to consume water. Where the cooling system is normally airtight and very strong, and, and you're never going to run out of coolant day-to-day, 1,000 day, miles to 1,000 miles. In your particular case, the symptom that I've described that you said that you did notice means that when you park the car at night, 
we have a compromise of the cooling system, and the water is going into one of the cylinders of the engine. So when you start okay. it up in the morning, obviously that, mo- that cylinder has water, and until we get the water out the tailpipe, that cylinder's not going to operate properly, and so it runs poorly at the beginning, and then in a short period of time, a minute, two minutes, four minutes, five minutes, then all of a sudden yeah. the car runs fine. So mm-hmm. do you like the garage that did the work? Is it somebody that you favor? Uh, I've been with him since the car is new. We, we love the man, yeah. Okay. Um, I, I would take it back to him, and I would tell him exactly about that morning thing. I would tell him okay. two things. I would describe to him that the gauge is fluctuating wildly, and I would mm-hmm. try, describe to him that the other morning when you started it up, it ran poorly and it mysteriously cleared up. Now, okay. he's going to look at your cooling system, and if your cooling system is way down low because your engine has been drinking water when it shouldn't, then that's going to explain the wild fluctuation of the gauge. But the blown head gasket is going to explain why it runs poorly in the morning. And I want to tell you that that engine, is this a four-cylinder or a V6, or do you know? It's a four. Okay. That head gasket replacement and related work could easily be um, $2,000 plus or minus more. Okay. So I'm, I'm just warning you. But anyway, I need you need to take it back to the shop. You need to discuss those two issues, and I think that he'll be able to diagnose it perfectly. Okay. I appreciate your help today, Mark. Thank you. Thank you. For, you betcha. Martin and Gary, you stay right there. I've got to take a break. We'll be back in about three and a half minutes, and we'll pick up Martin first and Gary second. And if you'd like to join us, you could be third, fourth, or fifth, 602-508-0960. We'll be back in a minute. Hello. I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle Right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Earnings vary based on your effort. Message and data rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Phoenix? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Stan Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Phoenix area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Phoenix is a perfect market for my system, and next week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's workshop, text EASY to 82000. Seating is extremely limited. Text in the next 10 minutes and you'll also receive a free copy of Than's Money for Deals Guide. Text EASY to 82000. That's EASY to 82000. 
This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. Two Republican legislators in South Carolina proposed a new monument on the state capitol grounds to honor Confederate soldiers, this time commemorating black fighting men who went to battle for the South. This idea is both ill-considered and offensive. First, the estimated 6,000 African-Americans who did fight for the Confederacy were mostly slaves and forced to do so. Many deserted when the Confiscation Acts and the Emancipation Proclamation offered freedom to those who crossed Union lines. Second, black soldiers represented less than 1% of the 750,000 white Confederates and a tiny fraction of the 200,000 blacks who served the Union military. Finally, it makes no sense to construct new memorials to those who fought against the United States in an effort to destroy our country. Yes, there may be romance and sentiment associated with the South's lost cause, but conservatives who want support from people of color must unequivocally acknowledge that this lost cause deserved to lose. I'm Michael Medved. Welcome back, everybody. 44 minutes after the hour, 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and this is uh, Under the Hood here every Saturday from 10 to 12. Let me take care of some business, and then we're going to go straight to Martin. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Automatic Transmission Exchange, and we affectionately call it ATE. For those of you in Phoenix, this is an important message because he's been at 40th Street in Washington for a very, very, very long time, since 1968. Phil knows a lot about transmissions. Him and his staff are not there to sell you a new transmission every time you come in. They're capable of fixing the specific issue. So if you have a transmission problem, they'll take a ride with you for free, and hopefully you can duplicate the problem and show them how to do that. But Phil and his staff are at 40th Street in Washington, north side of the road, Automatic Transmission Exchange. Martin, good morning. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. Um, I purchased some tires from your shop uh, about a year and a half ago for my 2014 Honda Pilot. Okay. And um, love them. They're the Toyos. Uh, what you guys recommended for us, and we love them. So we we rotate the tires every time we change the oil. And uh, this last time we went in, got the oil changed. Um, they called me, said, "Looks like you could use an alignment." And I went ahead and did it. So it's my wife's car, and. I, about a week later, I'm driving it. I'm on the freeway. I'm going about 65. When I get off the off-ramp or when I slow pretty quickly, the steering wheel shakes really bad. Okay. Um, are you applying the brakes when this steering uh, shakes? Yes. Okay. All right. Let, let me ask you a question. I don't care if it's my shop that sold you the alignment or not. I'm not even going to ask oh, you no, to answer that it question. Wasn't. Okay, okay. I was going to ask you not to answer that question because I, I oh, want to be a, as tough on my shop as I am on anybody else's. So l- let me tell you, how many miles are you going between oil changes? Uh, we just use the, it's about, well, we just use the little digital thing on the, you know, the car where it reads and it pops up so it's time to do an oil change. Okay. Do you know if that's three, four, or 5,000 miles? Uh, it's probably... I don't know, four or five, I would think. Okay. I, I, I think if if if, it, if we're talking about the same, and I'd like you to keep track of that, I don't think you need to rotate your tires every oil change. Um, okay. I would like to see you oil, rotate your tires about every 7,500 miles. I think that okay. would be more appropriate. Maybe that will save you some money. The steering sure. wheel vibration only when braking indicates that the front brake rotors are somewhat warped. 
And it could be for a couple of reasons. Number one, it could be that the rear brakes have fallen out of adjustment and we're overloading the front brakes, which means we're overheating them, and that causes the rotors to warp. We could also have a caliper that's hanging up, and the caliper hanging up will cause an overheat condition. But somebody needs to figure that out. But we're going to be working on the front brakes to fix that problem because you said it only happens when I'm coming to a stop and predominantly when I'm getting off the freeway on the exit ramp from a higher speed stop. So that shake to the steering wheel left and right is no question it's related to a defect in the brakes. Now, it doesn't mean that your brakes are going to fail. It doesn't mean that you need to have somebody walk in there and put $1,000 worth of rotors and calipers and pads and everything else. That's not what I'm saying. Someone needs to diagnose this. And the diagnosis starts with get it up in the air, pull the front wheels on it, and we have what we call a a, a digital um, meter that tells us about the wobble. And so if we take it and we find that the wobble in the driver's side is minimal and the wobble in the passenger side is really huge, then we're probably going to be looking at the caliper on that side because the caliper hanging up would cause that rotor to overheat. So that's the process. That's the diagnosis process, and that's what needs to be done. But I, I'm, I'm firm in my diagnosis over the phone, mind you, that your front yeah. brakes are warped, and that's causing your problem. It's not going to be an alignment because it only happens when you apply the brakes. It's not going to be the alignment. Okay? Sounds good. Uh, we only have about 40000 on that car. I mean, is that could that happen at any time, or is that, you know, a good amount of time that you're starting to have brake issues? No, no, neither one of those. Um, and But I can't answer your question until you call me back and tell me what fixed it. Now they may cut your rotors, and if, and but and that's going to fix it temporarily. So you're going to want to drive two or three months to see if it comes back. You can only say it's fixed after you drive it two or three months. Okay. So when you drive it two or three months, then call me back and we'll talk about that. But right now, I need to know what fixed it first. And I'm going to sure. tell you, cutting the rotors is a could, could be a temporary fix. So if somebody just goes in there and cuts your rotors and says, "Here's your keys," that problem will come back. So mm-hmm. hopefully they'll find the problem that caused the rotors to warp, and that's what we're looking for. Thank you very much, Martin. Thank you very much. Gary, you're up next. Gary, how can I help you today? Hi, Mark. Yes, sir. Um, I, I'm going to apologize first for not having a lot of details. I called you spur of the moment. I have an old size GPO. And about a year ago, I started to have computer problems. I don't have the code written down. And right now the car is not running and it's got a dead battery. So I can't, you know, I can't tell you, but it, it, um, the description for the code is varies by what site I go to. It either says a system uh, error or a memory error. Uh, so the car won't, will occasionally start, but not always, not reliably. So I haven't been driving it, and I'm debating between trying to reload my computer and uh, ordering a computer pre, uh, preset for my uh, PIN number online. So I want to know what... Do you know how much money that is? Pardon? Do you know how much money that is? Well, they're about $250, $300. Yeah, that's fine, but the, that doesn't include the programming. Uh, yeah, it does. It, it, they say they come preloaded. Pro, okay, well, with the program. Okay, I think you have gone from step one 
to step 47. And I think your success rate is close to single digits. Well, I think, I, and the problem is I'm not telling you a lot of in-between stuff. This all well, happened a while ago. But, but go ahead. Tell me what you would okay. do. Okay. Well, I would get it running, and I would figure out why it intermittently starts. I wouldn't worry about well, those codes. Uh, <laughs> if I could get it running, I wouldn't be buying a computer, Mark. Well, it it's not. I, hey, you want to argue with me? You can argue with me. You ask me for my advice, and I'm trying to give it to you. I think you're a fool if you buy a computer. I think if you try to diagnose this based on those two stupid codes, you're going to chase your tail. You're going to spend thousands of dollars chasing your tail. Then you're going to take it to somebody, and they're going to find a loose screw or bad connection, and it's going to make you feel really bad. You're trying to fix that code based on what you found on the computer and what somebody else told you that code means. A memory code means the battery's dead. So fix the battery, fix the electrical system, and then the memory code goes away. I don't care about the rest of the code. I need the car to start, run, and stop. Once we get the car to stop, run, and stop, then after a month we can go in and look at the codes and see what else might be there. But I don't care what everybody's told you. If, the, if you were my father, I would give you the same advice and the same way I'm talking to you now. Dad, don't go get a computer because the success rate is zero on those computers. I can't tell you how many people bring their cars in on a tow truck and they've gone on the Internet and somebody reflashed their, uh, a junk computer or they tried to match the VIN number as close as they could and none of that works. If you're going to put a computer in that car, you better buy a good one, and you better have somebody come to your house and program that computer in your driveway. That's the only way you can ensure that that computer has the right software. It, 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 that's the way it is. So you can, you can spend your money however you want, but I've given you the best advice I can. You need to get that car to start, run, and run. Start, run, and stop. And once you do that, clear, and, and the fact that the battery's dead right now, the codes are gone. So if they come back, we'll deal with them. But the memory code probably won't come back because it has to do with the car being dead. So chasing your tail over codes that are there because the car has an electrical system that failed is just a huge waste of time. I'm going to take a break, and when we come back... Um, uh, no, Mark, no, no. Our, the top of the hour is your next break, and uh, Vicki drops, so let's go to Carol if you want. Okay. I'm sorry about that, Vicki. I'm sorry I missed you, but Carol, you're up next. How can I help you? Hey, um, my husband and I purchased the 81 El Camino that's, you know, been redone, and she has a uh, 04 Silverado engine in it. And uh, we took her into uh, Kurtz Auto, who's been great, and they recommended that she needs to have roller tuning. And we were wondering if you knew of a good shop to to take her to for that roller okay. tuning. She, um, when she's slow, she... The idling, she chokes, and whoever put her on the computer, she only goes when she's, like, running full out, you know, on the freeway. Right. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Um, well, let, me, let me kind of uh, interpret this for everybody else. Um, you have a Fred Flintstone El Camino. You are absolutely right. With a Bill Gates Microsoft Windows 10 computer in it. Okay. And and so somebody tried to marry up Fred Flintstone with Bill Gates or Steve Jobs or Apple, and you have a problem with that. Um, I'm going to tell you 
that the, there's a couple guys in town that do this. Um, but I'm going to tell you right now that you're going to be in the 300 to $800 range. Okay. Because somebody's going to have to go marry those two systems together, and there's there's a good chance that you're missing a sensor or two. And so as a result of you missing the input that that sensor would normally provide, then um, you, that's the reason why we're having a drivability problem. Okay. Um, I, I would like, what part of town do you live in? Uh, we live in Glendale, 43rd okay. Avenue, Greenway-ish. Um, we fixed one of these not too long ago, um, and I, I would like to see it for free. I, I'm going to, I'm not going to charge you a thing. Wow. I, I would, I would like to look at it for free. Now, I want to tell you something. If I look at it for free and can fix it for a dollar, you owe me a dollar. <laughs> um, and if you have and, to fix and, it and, for more, I owe you that too. No, no, no. I'm going to, I, I want to look at it. That's all I'm going to promise you. I want to look at it. If I can diagnose it, I will. And if, okay. if I'm going to fix it, I'm going to tell you how much the fix is going to be, and I'm going to guarantee that when I fix it, it's going to make your problem go away. But I just want to look at it. I just want to look at it. I I, I want to tell you, Kurtz is a great place. They are. But you know, we've taken cars there on your recommendation, and they've been great. But a fresh pair of eyes, if Kurtz asked the same thing of my customer, I wouldn't be offended in the least bit. I just need a fresh pair of eyes, and that's something that we did not too long ago. We shipped a car to another shop, and we said to him, we need a fresh pair of eyes on this. So well, if you will make the arrangements with my daughter, Andy, okay, and um, and our, our phone number at work, do you have a pencil right. handy? I do, right in my it's, hand. Okay, it's 480-598-1234. And okay. that's for my daughter, Andy. And right. um, we're at, do you know where the Ikea store is at Warner Road and I-10? Yes, I do. Okay, you're going to turn east there and go a mile, and I'm on the south side of the road. Thank you. Well, I right. And we're going to look at it for you for free. You, we're, your ticket will not have a dollar amount on it until you know in advance that that dollar amount. Now, here's something else I'm going to do for you. There's one of those hot rod shops that doesn't do a lot of street work down the road from me, about four miles. Uh-huh. I may take it to him, and I'm going to get him to do the same thing. <laughs> I'm going to get him to look at it for nothing, and then I'm going to hold his feet to the fire after I call you. But well, I want to look at it first. I just I just want to look at it first, okay? Thanks so much, Mark. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. Bye. You're welcome. You're welcome. All righty, we gotta, we're going to take more calls for next hour, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open right now, so you can get in. We have five lines. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by S&S Tire and Auto Service. They're on the west side. They've been around since 1976. They have three locations, Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. What's great about S&S? They can do all kinds of work on your personal vehicle, and they have tires from wheelbarrows to tractors and everything in between. But what they really have is they have a huge selection of tires so they can give you a good, better, best price for four tires. Good, better, best. Good for a car that you're going to return on lease, and better for your ex-wife, and the best for your wife. That's <laughs> the way you want to look at it. Nevertheless, S&S Tire, Westside, you can't go wrong at Peoria, Surprise, or Goodyear.